in for a show tonight, son. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. Oh! I was a little disappointed that there weren't more students at the last game. I'm raising the ante. Anybody wants in, get in. Anybody wants out, get out. Social media reports that, that LAPD was called. LAPD was called. <laughs> Welcome to Beyond Reason. Now here's your host, Gage Dansby. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Beyond Reason. I'm your host, Gage Dansby, and Sergey Harvey uh, from last week actually joining us back. Welcome back, Sergey. Long time no see. That that's all you got to say. <laughs> that that's it. Not, uh, nothing else. It's good to be back. We're on the air now, man. Yeah, on the radio. I don't know how that happened, but no. we're, we're, we managed. I don't know who Slipped that Slipped through the cracks. Yeah, I don't know how uh, someone made that mistake, but we are. We're on 107.9 FM right now in Adrian, Michigan, which is huge. That I mean, yeah, podcast to radio, It's we're, we're making our way up there. Climbing the rungs to the top. So the first thing I want to talk about, I know you're a Detroit sports fan, right? Yep. So NFL trade deadline just occurred, and you know what I'm going to talk about. Yep. Golden Tate. Yeah. Tra- <laughs> you can't see Sergey's face right now, but he already has a look of disappointment on him. Golden Tate, arguably one of the better receivers in the Detroit Lions, was traded to the Philadelphia Eagles of all teams. Former Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles, like they need any more help. Yeah, they, they needed that. For a third round draft pick. Nothing else to it. Just a third-round draft pick in next year's NFL draft. Well, solidifying our chances to be bad again. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that was all Matt Patricia, or do you think that was just general management basically screwing over Matt Patricia? I have no idea. I mean, at that point, you have to consider like whether or not there was actual like issues within the team with... That can only be an explanation because I think Golden Tate's worth more than just a third-round draft pick. Yeah, so, like, there had to have been some issue between management or, like, players or something where it was like, all right, you're a good player, but it doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, I think Tate was one of the better receivers on Tate. I mean, compared to, like, Marvin Jones Jr., I would say he's right up there with Marvin Jones Jr. Those were, like, the top two guys that Matthew Stafford would go to. Mm -hmm. Uh, The tight end is okay. I mean, we got rid of Eric Ebron who's now actually doing pretty well. It, it's crazy. It seems like everybody who leaves a Detroit sports team actually does well. <laughs> look, yeah, at all the, look at all the former Tigers players, like at the Houston Astros and on the World Series champion Boston Red Sox Oof. now. Yeah. How, does that make, how does that make us Detroit sports fans feel? Like if we go back to 2014, we had the Detroit Tigers that had the probably the most stacked lineup in MLB history. We had I remember that. Oh. Justin Verlander. Max Scherzer, Rick Porcello, David Price, and that's just pitching. Yeah. Then we had J.D. Martinez. We had Miguel Cabrera, who was better back then than he is now. Yeah. We had... Was Prince Fielder still playing then? I think so, yeah. We had Don't Pr- quote me on that, though. So, Prince Fielder, as our... Des- uh, I love Prince Fielder, man. Like, not as our designated hitter, that was Victor Martinez. But still, all of those guys... 
left, and now they have like World Series rings, except for Max Scherzer, who's now yeah. like one of the highest paid pitchers in the league. <laughs> at the Washington Nationals, who is just like winning Cy Young after Cy Young. Yeah. It's crazy how that happens, huh? It's something, like <laughs> something about Detroit. <laughs> it's like it's like all the players are like, okay, I gotta get through Detroit. <laughs> I gotta play. <laughs> a, I gotta play on a Detroit sports team for a couple of years, and then I'm off to the promised land. Yeah, then I get a then I get a ring. Exactly. <laughs> I bet you that's what Golden Tate's feeling right now. They're like, he <laughs> sent out a tweet. He's like, Detroit, I love you all. I saw I'm gonna that, miss you yeah. all. And then I and it's the Eagles now. <laughs> <laughs> in his mind, he's going. Uh, Wait a minute. Nah, Super Bowl champion. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl champion <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles, here I come. <laughs> oh, yeah. With a healthier Carson Wentz. Yeah, and everybody forgets they won with a backup quarterback last year. Yep. Good old Nick Foles. But, yeah, I mean, maybe. there had to be something going on with Golden Tate. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously it's all speculation. I don't know enough about the Lions to really know the inner workings. But, like, when you trade... And, like, even, like, people who aren't big Lions fans but, like, watch Detroit sports, they know who he is. Yeah. So he's, like, he he's was not, big at he's the not some, Seahawks before the Lions. Yeah, he's not just, like, some good player that no one talks about. Like, Detroit knows who he is. And, like, obviously, he sent out a tweet that was nothing but love for Detroit. Like, I don't know. I feel like yeah. that's pretty basic, though. Like, all the players, when they get traded or something, they always try I to mean, pay respect yeah, to the city that they're leaving. That's true, So they but don't, like, leave on bad terms. He managed to hold off from, like, showboating or anything at the same time, right? I'm going to Philly. See you all later. Peace. Yeah, bye. I'm a bird now. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, a third-round pick, it just it doesn't seem to make sense. It seems like, like, Detroit's always shooting itself in the foot, sports-wise. Yes, but this this seems like the most blatant intentional one I've ever seen. Like in recent memory, probably. In re- yeah, obviously. I yeah. mean, could we say when we drafted Eric Ebron in the first round? I don't know. I try. I try to avoid really like blaming drafting. A because you you never truly know how players will do transitioning from no. either like high school to college or college to pro or undrafted to pro or undrafted to pro exactly. And be like, if a player works well, like I remember a couple years back, Detroit got in trouble for drafting someone. I know there was some conundrum this year too, but it was a play that really fit with Detroit's style and like just wanted to work hard. Yeah. And people were like, oh, he should have been like the 10th overall pick and we had like fourth. And it's like, so what, dude? He works with the team, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember who it is. I don't think it worked out, but. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're just going to leave it there. I mean,. Just Detroit Lions being Detroit Lions, I think. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I don't know. That third round pick better be crazy. <laughs> that third round pick better be a great third round pick. That's all I got to say. If we gave up Golden Tate for it. Yeah. The war room in the 2019 NFL draft for the Detroit Lions better be on their A game this year. Hey, maybe we're just going to maybe we're just going to run it for every down all season oh. maybe that's the strategy <laughs> oh. good old jim bob cooter offense <laughs> oh no only two things happen when you run it you either drop it or you don't <laughs> so. there was an old saying uh, at the high school i went to it was when in doubt run the wham just run the ball <laughs> up the middle every time and just uh okay what what is it second and six wham <laughs> wham third and four wham it always gains yards 
Whether Second and 18, couple, yeah, that's right up the middle. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> they won't expect a run this far back. Let's do it. Wham. <laughs> and, how, and many, how many state titles you guys get? Uh, I mean, while I was there, we didn't get a state title. We were runner-up <laughs> a couple times. Really? For the states? Yes. Where'd you, where'd you go? Detroit Catholic Central. Oh, well, duh. Yeah. <laughs> what? You didn't let that on. Dang. I mean... My I, high school I, team almost got into playoffs my senior year. Almost? Well, okay. <laughs> I went to Detroit CC my freshman and sophomore year of high school, and then I transferred. So in okay. those two years, my freshman year, we made it to the state championship, and we became runner-up. We lost the state championship game, so we were runner-ups. Yeah. And I don't think we made the state championship game my sophomore year. I think we made the playoffs, but I think we lost in like the regionals or something like that, if I can remember correctly. But I mean, I mean, still, that's that's a joke around the town where I'm from because there's so many rich kids who go to CC, um, but obviously they don't play sports because they're there only because they have money, and um, they yeah. they wear like CC athletic shirts around. Like, but do like, you actually play CC yeah. athletic? I know yeah. what you mean. I know what you mean. See, I wasn't one of those. I wasn't one of those no. people. Like, and like I, I get being proud of being at CC because that's still a really good school. Yeah, but pretending to be an athlete there, like. You can visibly see these kids don't play, like, varsity CC sports. Like, come on. <laughs> like, if you actually put a CC varsity athlete yeah. next to a guy that just wears Some athletic Some 6'4", apparel. protein powder body of a human being <laughs> next to this kid in a... <laughs> takes creatine. A youth, la- a youth large CC athletic shirt. Like, clearly, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> clearly you're not on the same field as him. <laughs> oh, man. No, I just remember going into the parking lot and just some of the cars these guys had yeah i mean Oof. yikes yeah it, it you, you just like i get out of my car and then in the same parking lot i see like bmws yeah or like, <laughs> or like just like really nice lexuses or yeah i think i saw like a mercedes-benz every once in a while i'm like geez oh pete's how old are we 16 17 and this is your first car yeah Oh, Who would get their kid that for their first car, man? That's you crazy. must have a lot of trust in your kid. Or I'm you getting, just really don't care. I'm getting my kid the closest thing to a bumper car that's, like, <laughs> legal to drive on the highway. <laughs> so, like, a beater at about $3,500, maybe. Oh, I'm not spending 3500 I don't know about that. Maybe 2000 <laughs> <laughs> Go to the dealership. What's the cheapest thing you got here, sir? Uh, let's see, we got in like an 03 Ford Taurus with the fender taken off in the back. Perfect. I'll take it. <laughs> Tack some wheels onto it and then I'll, <laughs> then I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah, it did have its wheels stolen <laughs> two years back. Uh, so you're going to have to get a new set of tires. Oh, no problem. Perfect. That's fine. I'll write the check. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, if we go back to football really quick, <laughs> we're going into college football now. College football playoff. You're a Michigan fan. Did yeah. you see the new rankings? Yeah, fourth. Right, fourth. Yeah. Yes, Michigan yeah, is number four. Okay. One, Alabama. Two, Clemson. Three, Notre Dame. Those are the three undefeateds left. Yeah. And then the one loss, Michigan Wolverines are number four. Yeah, baby. What did I say? I said, by the end of this year, I want Notre Dame to be first and us to be second. I don't think it'll happen because Clemson and Bama are some animals. <laughs> Bama is, they're almost like a pro team. Did you see point. what they did to LSU? That's what I was just about to talk oh, about. Oh, no. <laughs> number three, Louisiana State. They they had the rec Louisiana State had the record for beating the most AP top twenty five teams this season, yeah. and then Alabama just stormed into Dang. Baton Rouge and yeah. put on a thumping at home against LSU. 
I mean, I swear, I swear, like, at this point, it's a battle for second place. Like, I feel like Alabama's on a whole different, like, spectrum of skill. Like, just to, to watch them dismantle teams. Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm a very confident Michigan fan, <laughs> and I love the idea of us but getting But if it stays like this, you're there. playing Bama in the semifinal. Yeah. And, that should uh, scare you. <laughs> although, see, the thing is, is if we can if we can get past the powerhouse Bama, we can beat anyone. Yeah, exactly. And that that anyone we can beat will be in a national championship game. You know, um, God, they're frightening, dude. That's a that's that's a team where intimidation factor really does matter. Because yes. I feel like there are players that get out on the field, they line up, they look up, and they're like. Oh yeah, that's Bama right there. <laughs> <laughs> they're like on the defensive line, and they're like, "Wait a minute, hut, hut, we're playing uh, Alabama, <laughs> <laughs> Coach, <laughs> take me out." T T. <laughs> Just spike it. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, we're playing Alabama next week. Oh no, <laughs> we're gonna have to run some new plays on offense. Run a couple trick plays. Oh yeah, that that's the best we got. <laughs> trick plays against Nick Saban. It's not going to work. Anything, dude. It's just Alabama, I'd guarantee you if they put out their third-string offense, they could probably still beat first-string teams in the yeah. top ten. Yeah, oh, easily, yeah. Yeah, you just watch what they do. We watch that LSU game. They could play their their practice squad. Like <laughs> honestly, if they pra- if they practice, like if they get their practice squad some reps in against the real team, mm-hmm. I have no doubt that they could go in and be like half of D1. Like, uh, that's yes. It's al- it's almost unfair what Nick Saban does, like recruiting wise, and how he can just get basically everyone to the yeah. University of Alabama. But then again, that's what happens when you're Alabama. Yeah, it's also everybody yeah. wants to on go top, there. On top of him being a great coach, it's also Bama. You know, you that's know? why yeah. that's like being a Michigan fan. That's always been the issue with OSU. Is like we lose so many recruits to OSU because it's just. It's OSU. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's Ohio State. Although they're slipping this year. Yes, yes. Finally going to catch them. Hopefully. I mean, wait. So here's the thing, though. In order to ma- for Michigan to maintain their spot in the college football playoff top four. We can't lose again. You cannot lose again. No. You're going to Columbus. Michigan is going to Columbus yeah. this year to Ohio State. That's going to be a tough game whether you like it or not. Oh, no doubt. It's Big Ten football. I mean... Any away game in Big Ten, minus maybe Rutgers, I don't know. Or Illinois, or maybe. Or Illinois, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but besides those two, yeah, away games in the Big Ten are always tough. Yeah. But then again. Have you, Ohio does not look good lately. Ohio they have, State? Yeah, they nah. have not been playing, like, we'll they've, been, they they've been squeaking by and not looking urgent whatsoever. That's overconfidence. Well, let's see how they do because their next game is at Michigan State. That's so true. that that will be a bit and of a Michigan test State's been a really up and down team, just like Northwestern and Purdue, amazingly, because yeah. they Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> Purdue did almost the impossible and basically just put on a show against Ohio State. Yeah, they really and then did. Michigan State comes in and beats Purdue. So yeah. how do, how does that work out? How yeah. is this game gonna play out? I have no idea. Uh, do you know who's home for it? What Michigan State Ohio State? Yeah, it's in East Lansing. It's in East Lansing. So hmm. Ohio State's gonna have to go to East Lansing. Yeah, it's a noon kickoff if that even matters. Mm-mm. I mean, only for the kids partying doesn't matter. 
<laughs> they probably wanted like an evening game like under the lights or something yeah. so they could you know prepare quote unquote all day gnarly <laughs> <laughs> welcome to east lansing um i don't for that that's complicated because you see like you have to look at the path osu's been on lately and it's it's looking like a fall from grace season mm-hmm. for them just the way it's been trending down since the start but at the same time it's osu yes <laughs> and i have no doubt that they could win a game that they want to win well think about if it they really tried the michigan game it's the game that's Ohio State's biggest rival. They're going to be motivated no matter how bad that they've been true. doing. Yeah. But look at Michigan, Michigan State. I mean, there was almost a brawl before the game, and it still didn't matter much on the field. You know? I, I, I know, but the problem is that was earlier in the season, but with this late in the season and with so much on the line. That's true. I mean, obviously, there's, there, there will be a sense of urgency, yes. And they, like they will whoever, come out ready. Like to whoever battle. wins that game is probably going to represent the Big Ten East in the Big Ten championship game. Yeah, I don't doubt that at all. Is Northwestern top of the West right now? Northwestern's in the East. Northwestern's in the East. I could have swore I saw something about who's top of the West then. I want to say Wisconsin. Really? I mean, Wisconsin is very good. West <laughs> isn't. West is not as good, huh? The Big Ten West <laughs> and the Big Ten East, they almost need to be <laughs> like a separate <laughs> conference. Honestly. Although sometimes Iowa is pretty relevant. Right? Purdue so. is in the West. I mean, <laughs> what, yeah. what is their overall record? I mean, if they beat Wisconsin, I could see them maybe repping the Big Ten West. Or are they in the Big Ten East? You I'm, get, you gotta I, look I'm looking at look, this, look this up. <laughs> I don't want like people to start like tweeting at us or something like that going hey you guys are wrong about you know this team is in the big 10 east this team is in the big 10 west we got to make sure we got to verify our sources here big Ten take, take your time here take your time <laughs> we got that classic adrian wi-fi okay okay yeah, all right we uh we, we pay for that man <laughs> so uh, i would say that it doesn't yeah really no matter, North, northwestern's top of the west Okay, I, I still don't think it would matter, though. I think if Northwestern would represent the Big Ten West, whoever's going to come in in the Big, Big Ten, Ten East West is going to win. Big Ten West not look good, dude. The, whoever comes in in the Big Ten East is going to win the Big Ten Championship, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Because Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Northwestern's top somehow because even though they don't have a good record, they have a good record in the Big Ten. Yes, but at the same, but the Big Ten West is it, it, it's nothing. Yes, exactly. Like you beat Minnesota and Illinois, congrats! Like <laughs> here's a pat on the back. Um, uh, you beat? Did they beat Wisconsin? I don't know. Because that would be the only team that I would see put up a fight. For I them think in the West. I think they may have. Let me check. So, besides Wisconsin, I don't really see a team that would be able to go up against Northwestern in the West. I don't. That doesn't make any sense to me. So when yeah. you figure that out, we could... Yeah, they see, when they beat Wisconsin, that's when they took first in the West. Okay, that's when yep, I heard about that makes it. sense then. But still, whoever wins, probably Michigan-Ohio State, is going to win the Big Ten, I would say. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, the, the closest to them is probably like... Penn State? Penn State or MSU. Penn State, then MSU. Yeah, I would say it's probably, right now, Michigan... At one, it Ohio is it's State Michigan, State, OSU, Penn, Penn MSU. State, Michigan State. Yeah, and then like Maryland, and then Northwestern. Northwestern's in the West. I thought we were talking Big Ten overall. 
No. Oh, no, okay. That's All east. Right. Although Big Ten overall is basically east and west. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're going to take a bit of a break. Uh, when we come back, I had a debate with uh, one of my friends this morning about um, NBA basketball and uh, being more individual or being more of a team. And I will explain that when we come back. It's beyond reason. Welcome back to Beyond Reason. I'm here with Sergey Harvey. And, uh, Sergey, this is the uh, debate that I forewarned you about before we started uh, going on air and recording. So um, there was a debate that I had um, with one of my friends. So to give you some backstory, uh, the NBA last night, uh, Los Angeles Lakers played the Minnesota Timberwolves. And you know Derrick Rose, right? You know, he's been been on the upward path, like the comeback trail. He scored 50 uh, previous nights, um, you know. He's basically looking like the MVP candidate when he first came out, you know, back in the late 2000s at the Chicago mm-hmm. Bulls. Like, he's yeah. really on the upward trend. So, he scored, I want to say, he scored 31 points last night against the Los Angeles Lakers. And he goes, oh, man, Derrick Rose is on the comeback trail. You know, he went off last night. But here's the thing. The Lakers beat the Timberwolves 114-110. to 110. So, mm. here's my thing. I kind of debated with him that... It doesn't really matter how many points you score individual wise. Mm-hmm. If your team doesn't come out with a win, then what's the point? Yeah, I I get that. So uh, here's another you're not gonna, you're not gonna another, like it, but I disagree. So here's another here's another th- example for you, and then I'll let you go into your point. So Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns, a year or two back he scored seventy points in a game. Now that's a yeah. great that's a great individual effort, but the thing yeah. is, the Suns still lost. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh no, I that's don't really game. see that. I mean, it is a good individual effort, but I don't think it's you know the best effort overall because yeah, I mean, this team didn't win. Obviously, yeah, it could be better because you lost. You okay. know, um, yeah, I think, I think obviously, like like if your goal or your focus is on how the team's doing and where we can take the team to, then, yeah, obviously it's more important to win than to help one person's stats. But from an individual perspective, I mean, I played goalie, and if we were losing in a game, at that point it was just like, all right, now you just got to make sure your stats don't get absolutely obliterated. Like, now you just need to <laughs> so you need it, to just not let another one in, not for the sake of winning or losing this game, but for the sake of not looking worse on your stat sheet. <laughs> like, so, so at but that's the point where you're like, okay, you know you're gonna lose the game. You know for a fact you're gonna true. lose the game, and you're like, that's okay, true. you know what? There's no hope left in order to win this game. Let's just see if I can help my stat sheet a little bit. The thing is, like, the problem I have is like players that go into a game with the mentality with the mentality of their individual yeah. stats. Over do you the think that's success. how? Do you think that's how D Rose was playing? Like. I don't know if D Rose specifically, but I think that there's there might be a couple of players in the league. I'm not going to name any names, <laughs> but there's you probably know who I'm thinking of. But um, a couple of players in the league that might go in with the fact I'm going to help my stat sheet yeah. over the individual, like over the team success, and that's the problem I have. Like, yeah, no, if you, if, score, if you prioritize from the start 
your yourself over your team, A, you're guaranteed to lose more than win. Yes. And B, like, all the goals... Because, like, being a good player doesn't just mean getting goals. It doesn't mean just scoring points, putting up points on your stat sheet. It means making your team better. Yeah, exactly. So if you can go out there and score 70 points, but you never pass, and you lose 119 to 70... It really didn't matter, did it? You know, no, exactly. Like, that, that's the point. Like, yeah, and you, you people can, will look at that and they'll be like, "Wow, seventy points in one game!" And then they'll watch the game and they'll be like, "I don't, I don't want a team with this guy on it." Yeah, exactly. Because I have other players. Because he's a he became like a ball hog. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's not passing the ball to anyone. He's not helping the team achieve a goal. Yeah. And I think that's the whole point of the game. Like you gotta yeah, go obviously. in with the mindset. People, people wear. There's only such an extent to individualism you can get to. And I think LeBron's at the peak now where people are wearing LeBron jerseys, as in it says LeBron on the front. But for the most part, the most anyone will ever, like, support you is wearing a team jersey with your name on it. Yeah, exactly. You know? So it's the team first. It's still the team. Yeah. Which which logo's bigger? You know, like, the name on the back or the one on the front? Like, the one on the front. Because they're here to watch this team, and they like you on this team. Yeah, you know? and they want you to help the team. Yeah. I mean, it, so the thing is, another thing that he went into is, like, we were talking about, like, the nature of the game itself because I yeah. argued, you know, the nature of how the game is supposed to be, team effort, yeah. trying to be able to win the game, and he goes, that's not the state of at least the National Basketball Association right now. He goes, essentially, the National Basketball Association wants those individual efforts regardless of the outcome because it in, it, cre- it increases, increases the, the entertainment value. Yeah. It increases viewership. It increases revenue. It's all about the money. It's not <laughs> about the team. Um, I think to a certain extent that's true where they're always looking for a new audience just like any sport. Um, but I, I just... I don't think... I think... I think you can't let that pendulum swing too far. And I think right now they're trying to keep it relatively close to the middle where it's still definitely a sport where you can't win alone. Yes. You Basketball need to at least have some sport. support. I mean, it, do you remember the be. meme of LeBron in playoffs? When his te- LeBron and the LeBronettes? Yeah. When, well, or something was, it, like that. was it LeBron or the Celtics where someone just did not shoot because they thought they were up? And then it went to OT. Okay, okay, that was the NBA Finals. J.R. Yeah. Smith grabbed the rebound yeah. and he dribbled the ball out because he thought that they were ahead. Because he thought they were ahead. Yeah. And it was but that they, but the Cavs, right? Yeah, that was the Cavs. Yeah, did you see LeBron like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, exactly, shoot the ball, like, what are you, you doing? Can, <laughs> you could play that whole game alone, Bron, but right at the last second, someone might just walk away with the ball. There were so many memes after that game of like, J.R. Smith, so like, are you, him, like, are you drunk, J.R.? <laughs> like, what was going through your mind? How can you be the only one on the court that yeah. doesn't know the score? Like... It was free throws. George Hill was shooting free throws. Yeah. He didn't bother to you look had up. You so much time to just glance at the score. Yeah, he couldn't just look up at the scoreboard for a split second and go, oh, we're tied. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he got caught slipping, you know. Uh, it sucks. I mean, George and Hill could have also made that second free throw and gone up by one. Yeah. But still, he couldn't just look up at the scoreboard and realize that they were tied and go, okay, if I get the rebound, I got to put it back up. Yeah. 
Um, he got caught slipping, man. <laughs> wasn't ready. Um, it happens. Uh, I feel bad for him. You know, it always sucks. You see, he wants a trade now. He wants to be traded really? by the Cavs. I mean, if I was treated that way, he was like, a, he was a dependable player, wasn't he? He was a dependable starter. He was on and off. I he would was say. on and off. Oh, then who well, cares? Who cares, he was, man? He was whatever. I mean, he's a good three point shooter. I mean, he can be really good when he wants to, but then other games. Yeah, like that you final, need, like that finals game. Consistency is very important, though. And if yeah. you can't be consistent at a certain skill level, and now the star player on the Cavs is Kevin Love. Now that LeBron James is gone, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I would like to join the LA Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> no, LeBron would meet him at the door. And go, no, you're not coming no. in here. <laughs> not after what happened in the give finals. Give me that jersey. <laughs> <laughs> give me a ring. <laughs> but LeBron, give me a ring. <laughs> If you want to be on this team, you stay away from the ball, okay? I pass it to you. That is the only <laughs> way you are going to get this basketball. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, yeah. He didn't respond very well to it either, though. You know, like, the the most important thing to do when someone catches you slipping mm-hmm. is just admit it. Yes. It's like, yeah, you caught me slipping, man. But he was all like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, I was in the moment, blah, blah, blah. I was like, dude. I thought we were ahead. Dude. When he's, you he got caught like, slipping. Admit it. Like, yeah, it'll be over. Tear the bandaid off. You caught me. You know, but he couldn't. And made a whole thing out of it. Well, he kept insisting. I thought we were ahead. I thought we were ahead. I thought we were ahead. Yeah, and all like, the reporters well, we were weren't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and all the reporters were like, "You couldn't just glance up at the scoreboard." I mean, people people make it seem like like you should do that, but then like. How often do you expect them to look at the scoreboard? You know, like how often do you then expect again, them to be able to recite the score? I mean, personally, as someone well, I mean, who, awareness who is loves an important thing in basketball or any sport. I mean, awareness is important. You got to know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, true. But again, they just came off the free throw line. You know, he probably looked at the score before that first free throw, and then he didn't after that second one. He didn't look after so the he first forgot and second the score one. in that little time span. No, he saw him miss the second. My guess is he saw him miss the second one and forgot that he had hit the first. Oh. That's my guess. Because he looked up before the free throw started when he was lining up. He's like, all right, we're up by one. No, 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 no. It would be we were down by one. Down because, by one, yeah. Yeah, George Hill had to make the first free yeah, throw to yeah, tie yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, I remember that. All right. We're so ready. even then, if you go off that method, why would he dribble the ball out if they were down by one and George Hill missed both free yeah, throws? Yeah, no, I was thinking the other way around. I was thinking. I was thinking. Um, Golden State was shooting freeze. Okay, that's no, it was, was the Cavs were shooting uh, freeze. I don't know, dude. He was slipping. <laughs> that's, that's all. There's I not say. much else I can say. There's nothing else to it. We got nothing against J.R. Smith. We we're just no, nothing confused. against the man at all. You just got to admit we're when, just confused. That's when you're all. slipping, you're slipping, man. Perhaps. Exactly. So, I've let in bad goals. I was caught slipping. You know, I got stuff thrown at me by <laughs> by my team and coach. Like. Sorry, guys, you I You got slipped. stuff thrown at you? I'm sorry? Yeah, my coach whipped an Expo marker at me once. Ooh. Might I ask why? I let in the stupidest goal ever. This The okay. the worst player on this team took the worst shot I've ever seen, and it was so bad that it was, like, it was right in my armpit area. Yes. So, like, I didn't know whether or not I should try to, like, move over and, like, let it hit my chest. If I should try to catch it with my glove, if I should try to deflect it with my blocker, because so I had too much? I had no defense around me whatsoever, and this dude was alone at the blue line and just chipped it at me, and I was overthinking how to save it, and by the time I had decided, um, I had left my armpit open instead of like closing my elbows in, yep. and it went right through my armpit. Oh, 
Yeah, and then my coach called a timeout. I went over to the bench, and he whipped a green Expo marker, <laughs> and it broke on my helmet. <laughs> I deserved it. <laughs> I was caught slipping. Yeah. So it was a bad like goal, and we lost, we lost by one. Oh, that is unfortunate. Yeah. How'd you know it was like the worst player on the team though? Like what? he was like six foot three, incredibly fat, and could barely skate. That was like his only shift that game, and he, <laughs> it's like it's the like the worst a, shot of it. it, it like it he somehow like, managed to arc a slap shot. How does that happen? I don't know. He must have been out there with like a wedge or something. Like, <laughs> he had like a pitching wedge for a hockey yeah, stick. Yeah, it was terrible, dude. It was an awful shot. Of, dude, it still haunts me sometimes. <laughs> you wake up with cold sweats in the middle of the night, you still see that shot. Yeah. Oh, God, what happened? There was also a different game. Some kid who uh, went to the same high school as me but played for a different high school. Yeah. Because we went to like the alternative school in town, so you would have to play for like the regular schools that you would have gone to. Yep. Um... Incredibly unathletic, super skinny, not very good, and an arrogant person, as I'll put it. Um, as you put it lightly. Took, took a terrible shot. I set up for the perfect save, you know, it was super easy, it was going slow, and it was wobbling and it bounced over my glove. Wow. How does that even happen? It bounced over... I'm still mad about that one. I could go on for days about goals I'm still mad about. Um... You know, dude, I went to a Red Wings game this weekend. Yeah, say, uh, how about them Red Wings? How are they doing? Um, they've won a they're they're winning more than the first seven games, seven eight games, where actually in the first nine games they won one. Okay, so they I lost seven I, and I they lost to, one in OT. I didn't mean to keep you off track. What were you saying? No, went fine. to a Red Wings game. So yeah, I went to the Wings this past weekend. Yep. Um, it was them versus the Oilers, so I got to see. McJesus out there. <laughs> He's real good. I mean, I didn't remember, like, how much, like, just kind of, like, slapping the puck around in the neutral zone there was in the NHL. Yeah. I expected a lot more uh, finesse. And for the most part, there was. But there was still a lot of time where I was just kind of bouncing around between people. Um, But I got the highest seats in the house. You know, I paid like for... Like nosebleeds? Yeah, I got the highest seats in the house. I got the nosebleeds because, like, for me, at the Joe, mm-hmm. it did not matter where I sat. Because you, you, you could always see the ice. You could always have the whole bowl around you. You could see the Jumbotron. So how was Little Caesars Arena? Little Caesars was different because what they did was instead of cutting the seating off a little short and putting the boxes behind general seating, yeah, they raised all that seating all the way up to where box seats usually end mm-hmm. and then set the box seats in front of the top like section of nosebleeds uh, so you can't see like the led banners or the jumbotron but you can still see the ice oh okay and it really takes away from the feel of being at a red wings game at the joe because you can't see all the lights, you can't see the scoreboard well, I mean, and stuff. you gotta keep in mind, that's also the home of the Pistons. So they, you play basketball and hockey in there, so they tried to fit a stadium where they would do both. That's that's true, but it's not even about the sport. It's just about the fact that the box seat's sitting, like, 20 yards in front of me, like, cutting off everything except for, like, the sliver between the crowd and the ice, like, the crowd and them of the ice that I can see. You can see the whole ice, but that's it. You can see the back of the heads in front of you, the ice, and then box seats. I know it takes away from the feel, mm. you know? Maybe yeah. that's the incentive of you try, of them trying to not get you to buy nosebleeds. Well, you know what? The The lower bowl was 
was maybe a quarter full, mm-hmm. and those nosebleeds were bumping. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't see an open seat in the because there's like lower bowl, mid, and then upper. Yeah. I saw I didn't see any two seats together available in the upper bowl. I saw like chunks of two seats in the middle available, and then in the lower bowl it was maybe a quarter full. Well, how much of those lower bowl tickets do you think? So cost? much, so much, dude. Like 150 bucks. I'm not paying that much. No way. For early season Red Wings? I don't know yeah. about that. that. That's just... To watch them lose to the Oilers? No. <laughs> <laughs> they did lose to the Oilers? Yeah, only by one, though. So it was still a really good game. High scoring, 4-3. That was All good. Right. It was a good I game. think that was the same score uh, when the Devils came to town, but the Red Wings won. Like, the last game that they played before the Oilers, the New Jersey Devils came to town and they won. Yep. So, I mean, up and down season for the Rowings as usual. The playoff streak that we had is long gone. Yeah, I, don't think, yeah. I don't think we're going to get that back anytime soon. That's all right. I mean, I didn't really like the playoff streak in the last couple of years of it because we weren't playing well, but we were just barely getting in the playoffs, and people were acting like there was no problem because that streak was still alive. Yeah. I was like, there's definitely serious team problems right now. Just because we made the playoffs doesn't mean it's fixed. Yeah. Yeah, we made the playoffs, yeah, but we're the lowest seed in the playoffs. Lowest seed in the playoffs, (laughs) barely got in, and are definitely going to lose in the first round. Like, do you. We could keep that streak for 100 years. Would you be happy about it? Made the playoffs 100 years in a row. (laughs) Haven't won won a cup in 100 years. Like, go wings. Yeah. I I don't know about that. So. I don't know. As, as a U of M football fan and a Red Wings hockey fan, I've been very privileged with my teams. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, there's been a lot worse sports teams. I mean, yeah. look at Cleveland sports. Haha. Freaking Ohio. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, like, you had the Cleveland Cavaliers 2016 championship, but that was the first time Cleveland has won a championship. That was the Cleveland LeBron's ch- championship. That was the first time Cleveland <laughs> won anything in a long time. Yeah. Cleveland Browns not going to get anywhere anytime soon. Cleveland Indians were close. They made it to the World Series. When did they make it to the World Series? 2016, same year as the Cavs when they won the title. They oh, yeah. They could have had back-to-back championships yeah, in the same I year. I remember that. Which would have been crazy. That would have. They would have been very happy about that. I don't know. Poor so, Cleveland. <laughs> poor Cleveland, though. <laughs> so as we say poor Cleveland, we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we're going to end with our news story of the day. And it is another space race. We have another space race going on Uh-oh. this time. It's just not the uh, U.S. versus the Soviets anymore. I'll explain more when we come back on Beyond Reason. Reason and uh, engaged Dan Speak here with Sergey Harvey, and we're going to end it off with top news story of the day. We got a new space race going on. So, in other words, NASA, you remember them? Yeah. Still being funded, even though it keeps getting taken away. Such a shame, though. So many great things that NASA has done. Anyways, space race to Mars. Yeah. Between NASA, SpaceX, not surprised, Mr. Elon Musk, and China. 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 We're doing another space race full to see who, not the first to the moon, but who can first get a human to Mars. It's going to be Elon Musk. (laughs) 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 I don't don't know what they tried here. Um, So you say a private company versus two federally funded government programs. The private company is going to win. 
when has a when has a government ever done better at a sector than a private business? Oh, uh, never. Give me, give me a second. <laughs> give me a second. I'm sure there's something, whether it's good or bad, that they did better or worse at. Tell me, between DCC and a public school, which one's better? Uh, Probably that education wise. DCC. Yeah. Education wise, DCC, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, what else? What else is the government? So we got. So, but let's get back. So <laughs> Elon, just, Ma- Elon, Elon Musk is going to do it. Are you just saying? So, this is the guy who. I mean, to put it lightly, he's an interesting character. Let, let's just put it that way. He really seems like the backstory to a supervillain. Yes. Like, all he needs is some weird radiation exposure and, like, a cape. And all of a sudden, everything he's doing will seem so much more sinister. Like an eye patch or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, I put a car in space. It's like, oh, no. It's like, I gave random people flamethrowers. It's like, uh, I don't know about that one. We're going to send a man. I'm going to be the first to create a colony on Mars. Uh, uh, okay. When you say colony, <laughs> what do you what mean by okay? colony? <laughs> a bunch of Elon Musks. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm going to clone myself. You just see, like, a spaceship of, like, 20 Elon Musks, like, looking out the window, like, <laughs> traveling into space. See you all later. Wait, I paid a hundred... <laughs> I paid $100,000 for my ticket to get on this SpaceX flight to Mars. Well, too bad my clone number 26 is taking that spot. Yeah, there's already, like, a guy... Um, there's, like, going to be a SpaceX orbit around the Earth and the moon... Uh, okay. They're going to do a test, and they're going to send a human with it. There's this guy from Japan that's already paid, like, $100,000 to be that guy That's crazy. on the orbit flight. That's funny. That's funny that it used to be, like, we had to pay astronauts in, like, crazy amounts of money to get them to go into these tin cans that and might just blow up. And now we're paying money to go up and into space. now people are paying a lot of money to, to take that seat. I mean, so I wonder what the first tickets would be to, like getting on the shuttle to Mars. I mean, if let's just say a lot. Elon Musk somehow succeeds. Mm-hmm. And it's probably going to be decades, but like decades down the line there's going to be a successful colony on Mars, right? See, I don't I don't see why. Like why? Why would we do that? Cuz that w- Earth ha- Earth is dying. A little thing called global warming or resources Yeah, but it's not out. dead. Mars is a lot more barren. What are you going to grow on Mars that you don't have to ship from Apparently there's water on there. They found water on there. They found remnants of water presences and like like icicle formation is what I heard, which is and that's like that's not like a surface level like that's not just a pond sitting on Mars, like that's <laughs> yeah, that's deep into the rock like you got to mine for water. Yeah, it's <laughs> like what well, you're not gonna be able to grow like potatoes and stuff. Have you I, seen the Martian? <laughs> you can grow plants if you want to. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but like again, every resource that a colony on Mars would need would have to be sent from Earth. Yes. So I don't see why we would just... Like, why send them to a different planet when they just have to take stuff from this planet to, let, to let, survive? Let, but let's, like, let's humor ourselves real quick. Let's talk about the shuttle service to Mars. How is that going to work? Is it going to work like a commercial airliner? We got first class. We got business class. <laughs> <laughs> we got, like, economy class at the very bottom or something like that. Like... Econ is just a Russian airline plane that just tries. (laughs) It just tries its hardest to get out there. Economy class is like 
just a regular plane with like one of those little cheap seatbelts. Like, yeah. okay, you're about to ex- experience. You get a like, fishbowl <laughs> on your head. <laughs> <laughs> you're about to experience uh, four four Gs, um, and we're gonna take off. What does first class get? An actual space. <laughs> first class gets to live. <laughs> <laughs> first class gets to live to see Mars. You get to try. <laughs> Uh, like you're gonna like economy is gonna feel like they're in that little uh, like a little uh, craft from Apollo 11 where they're just like (laughs) crammed in there and stuff like that first class I mean just imagine like as soon as they get up into space and stuff like that after you know like the 4G face being ripped off um, roller coaster ride of the century um, and they, they go in there you know Let's say you got some like you got like <laughs> attendants coming through with a car, <laughs> like in zero gravity. Hi, would you like would you like some water? Would you like some? <laughs> Our dinner tonight is going to be steak with a side of baked potato. <laughs> Out the window to the left, you can see the economy class plane blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, honey, I'm really glad you made me spring for that extra first class. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like what have we done with the moon? We landed on it. We took some samples. We and basically got. We basically <laughs> got the there. The samples say this is the moon. Well, Good the problem. Team. The problem is we got to the moon in the '60s because just so we could say we got there before the Soviets. Yeah, but even then, it was like such a. It was such like a. I can like it. It's like when like two guys at the gym do, are trying to outwrap yeah. each other. It's yeah. like, <laughs> is there any act like no one actually cares? It's not actually going to achieve anything. Like. Well, no, there were multiple achievements in science. I mean, like science really stepped forward. Yeah, but we can we can already can't we already get samples from the moon, or not the moon Mars? Like, isn't that already possible for us to send out rovers to Mars and back? Yeah, yeah, we can. So why send do, out like uh, why do we need a man on Mars? Like, that's that's what I don't. Another get. step for a colony. You're, you're not you're not seeing the process. Why not colonize here? the moon? They're both barren. They're both <laughs> impossible for humans to live on without a like ton of equipment and like oxygen tanks and stuff. Like why 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 not just the moon? It's way closer. We already know we can get there. Just, just to show off, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> we I don't can know. get a I, man on the on Mars first. I love NASA, but if they're gonna partake in this, it's gonna bother me because I feel like there's important things. They're they already do. building the shuttle, man. It's happening. There goes my tax money. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, NASA. Well, not only that, but they also got to make room and develop more technologies for the Space Force Trump wants. Space Force. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> everyone like everyone likes to joke about Space Force because of how like goofy that name is. And ugh, it's just part of Trump's character to name it something like that. It's funny. Um, We're getting closer and closer to Star Wars becoming a reality. Star- but like, at uh, the same time, I'm not time, surprised like, that Trump is going to have plans for the Death Star in the next few years. Yeah, like people people make jokes out of it, like get a man on the moon, immediately militarize space. But the issue is, is like there is no current form of defense for the U.S. from a space-based attack from another country, whether it's satellite, whether it's actually like putting something into space. Yeah, so the thing what's probably going like, to happen is if we create a space force and send people up into space, then other countries are going to do the same, like, hey, you're in our yeah, space. No. You're in our, s- in our space space. 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 Yeah. <laughs> you're, <laughs> in our, you're in our space space. Yeah. I mean, as long as, long as people don't start claiming, because actually, in space right now, 
is what is that the international space station yep international space that's station. that's probably the best example of internationally everyone just getting along yeah because when you're out there you got to get along or someone breaks a window and we all die like yeah, exactly. <laughs> um what country are, are are you from uh i am from britain okay great uh what country are you from? Put him up, laddie. <laughs> Some Irish guy just smacked him. <laughs> <laughs> or what country are you from? China. What country are you from? Japan. What country are you from? Russia. Okay, let's all get along. Okay, well, we're all on this giant floating thing, and if any of us get too angry and break something, we'll all die. Yeah. So. Let's keep it cool, everyone. Let's Go leave work. Poli- <laughs> let's leave politics at home. <laughs> yeah. So while I, while I do think... I don't think militarization in the sense that they're trying to set it up right now necessarily means like physical soldiers in space Mm -hmm. i just think it means more like space-based defense systems whether that's through like satellite um i i don't exactly know what it would entail but i do know it's it's a front of national defense that should actually be built up because if we can think about oh hey maybe we're kind of defenseless in that field right now, aren't we? Mm-hmm. That means there's someone out there thinking, hey, they're kind of defenseless. Yeah, exactly. You know, if we can think about the fact that we don't have defense, people will think about the fact that they could have offense. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but then the battles will just happen in space. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see, I don't... <laughs> I think we're beyond the point of even having, like, massive infantry war anyway. I don't. I have to look further into what Space Force actually entails, but for the most part, I think it's good to at least consider, you know, because if we can at least consider how to play defense, if it ever comes time, we're a little more prepared. You know? So does that mean soldiers are not going to have astronaut training? They're going to go through NASA to get <laughs> astronaut training? I don't know. I mean, you sign up for the reserves at eighteen, and we don't plan on fighting in a war soon. Why not? <laughs> Toss them in the simulator. <laughs> <laughs> no, Matt. Like if. If something, like, major happens, like, you know how all 18-year-old males got to sign up for the draft in the United yeah, States? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, for some reason, like, World War Three or Space War or one. <laughs> Space War One. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why are they calling it one? <laughs> Is there going to be another? <laughs> <laughs> um, breaks out and, like, uh, all right, kid, you're getting drafted. We're going to put you through space training. You're going to become an astronaut. We're going to Get on the econ up. soldier ship. <laughs> 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 Get on <an> economy class. <laughs> Elon Musk is up there smiling. Yes, yes. This is exactly what I wanted. I swear. <laughs> What's on the iPad? Yeah, give a him cat. a yeah, give him a cat and an iPad, and everything he does will seem so sinister. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. All right, it's settled then. Elon Musk is a supervillain. Yeah, he is, and he's gonna be the first guy. To meaninglessly put a human being on Mars. And with that being said, thank you so much for joining us for Beyond Reason. Sergey Harvey here with Gage Dansby. We'll see you all next time. Thank you so much for joining us. If you missed the show, don't forget we are on podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Beyond Reason with Gage Dansby. That's how you look it up. And we will be there to catch up on all the previous episodes. See you all later.